0: Hey, Yetta, what do you know? I know that in challenging times, there is opportunity. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker.
1: Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together.
0: Welcome to Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And
1: I'm Ken Decker. And
0: we're excited that we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and some tactics that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the very best life possible. We're going to consider in this segment that what we know about the real estate market, and when we know about what's coming down the pipe, I guess, or Mm -hmm. what's ahead, is actually something we can use for our good. So that even when the market is volatile, which Mm -hmm. we're going to agree that it is, if you're thinking it's volatile, we're in agreement with you. We don't have a crystal ball. People keep telling us to give them predictions for what's going to happen. And a lot of it is going to elude us because we're in unprecedented times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yet, yeah. when times are tough, there's still, we we get to rely on the foundation, the fundamentals right. of what's going on. And, you know, you may not know that. Fortunately, I know that because I'm in the industry and I'm looking at the, the stats and the charts and the, the different um, economists and different things so that I can get a feel for where... Where's Canada going?
0: Right. And Ottawa specifically, right? Mm -hmm. We talk very, real estate very much is, if we haven't said this in a while, I think we need to say this today. Real estate is very much a hyper-local conversation, right? There are some elements, which is what we're going to share today, that we can know about our country, we can know about our city at large, and then there's other things that are even more niched down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you always want the expertise of a realtor that understands your local market, your local neighborhood, because even you know you cross the street and the market's different on the other side of the street than it is on this side.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is true. Yeah, and that's why we've spent the last thirty-five years. While well, me, almost thirty-five, and you, over thirty now. So I, I don't think you're new. It's to not you anymore. over thirty.
1: No, just a couple months shy of 30 years in the real estate industry. Although I did work as your assistant for a couple years before I became licensed.
0: Yeah, like for three. (laughs) So you've been in the industry. We can give you, even if you didn't have the piece of paper, you were already reading the stat, you're already putting together the community newsletter that we're still doing now all these decades later. So
1: Mm -hmm. You're going to give me the 30?
0: I'll give you 30 plus. You mean the 30-year pin? I'll give you the 30-year pin two months before you get the official pin. Okay. Anyway, that does give us some um, repetition that we've seen in the market. We have seen cycles. We are reading the everything available, really, on Mm -hmm. real estate. So what we want to do today is just build what do we know? that we can use for our good when we're making real estate decisions. Cause maybe we're thinking, and eh, this is not a time to make a move. And maybe that's the very point when that's what the majority are thinking or more are thinking than others at other times. Maybe that's the very time.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like the stock market. You know, they always say when, when the crowds are selling, that's when you want to be buying. And when the crowds are buying, that's when you want to be selling and real estate is somewhat similar. Yeah. When there's a bit of a pause in the market, that's the time to go out and find a gem. That's because the there t- are gems out there. Mm-hmm.
0: And so what are some of those factors that we know that we can count on to help us make a wise decision?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at supply and demand, right? Mm-hmm. We know that the demand is high. We know that there's a bit of a delay or lag in the m- in the demand because of the higher interest rates now.
0: You said the demand is high, demand and is now you high. said there's a lag.
1: A lag. Okay,
0: now you're confusing even yeah.
1: me. Okay, so the lag is in people actually buying, right? The demand is there. They're sitting back, living with family, uh, cohabitating. They're they're not able to buy because of affordability, because of interest rates. So, one thing we know is immigration is not slowing down. The government is not turning the tap off on immigration.
0: Right. So, immigration means there's still going to be need for housing. Right. May not be the same type of housing. It may be rental units, Mm -hmm. right? It may be affordable rental units, but we're still going to need places to live.
1: Right. Uh, The other thing is the age bracket. We have a huge cohort of people that are moving into the twenty-five to forty year range of age where that's where they're buying real estate. That's where they're buying their first home. Or that's when they're having families and need a bigger place. So that that group of people are coming up. The other thing we know is baby boomers are aging in place. They're aging longer in their existing homes. There's a lot of wealth buildup in baby boomers. So many are staying in their homes. They're hiring out the things they can't do, the cleaning, the cutting the grass, the shoveling the snow. The They're hiring that all out so they can age in home longer.
0: And so when Ken says age in home, what he means is continue to live somewhat independently, but certainly living in their own residence rather than selling it, moving into a rental apartment. We're seeing some of that. There is certainly always has been some of that taking place, but we are seeing, we have clients that are in their nineties that continue to stay in their home.
1: Right. Now, the other thing we know is that with higher interest rates, building starts are actually down. The government wants more building starts than they have in previous years, but this year they're actually down. And that is because the uncertainty in the market, Uh, it's costing more for builders to build because of their cost of money, the interest rates, because most builders don't have the cash to go out and build houses as inventory. They have to borrow that money while they're building it and there's no income on that. So that puts higher risk. So they're actually starting fewer homes. We're also seeing some inventory homes sitting and builders having to Adjust pricing to get them to go
0: right. And so, what we mean by inventory homes is when a builder chooses, and this would be sometimes track building where they're building, you know, ten different models, and you can choose which one you want. Or sometimes even with custom builders, there are certainly in the last thirty-five years we've watched different builders at different times have an inventory home or a show home or a model home or something that they can show people what it is they build and show the various models mm-hmm. potentially, and those in the last four, five, six years, there's been virtually no availability of what we might call an inventory, a leftover home not sold. And now we're starting to see some of them that were used as a model home that now no longer needs to be used as a model home. Yep, And it's not even selling. Mm-hmm. Or something they actually built with the intention of pre-selling while it was under construction right. and then it never sold. Right. So they now they
1: didn't adjust their prices to what happened to the market. So now they're slowly adjusting their pricing to catch up to the market. And if you want to stay together with us and really connect, just send us an email at together at com. And we'd love to connect with you and give you updates and ha- keep the conversation going.
0: Yeah, because we can't, I mean, once a week, it's kind of nice we can get together on Life's Inside Track and share those insights once a week. And yet, what we really want to make sure is that you get it when, get the information when it's fresh and new and when you have a specific question, we want to answer that.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? So I guess the question is, what value – do you see in what you already know and what you need to know and we're grateful to be partnering with you to position you to build wealth wisely because it's about much more than just money Yet what don't you know?
0: Well, you know more than I know that much. I can tell you. <laughs> So we're excited that we've created for you free access to over 603, actually, Life's Inside Track episodes. It's actually more like 800, which blows my mind. And is where we share insider tips, making house home, where to get the most out of your space. And the great news is you can get access to them pretty much anytime you want, anywhere you want, including our YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed to the Decker Team YouTube channel, you might just want to go over there and do that. Like... Even turn us off and go do
1: it. (laughs) Turn us off. That's horrible.
0: (laughs) So we're going to explore in this episode that we we don't plan for what we don't know. And how do you plan for what you don't know? But that's what we're going to explore a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's difficult. And sometimes you got to plan anyways. Yeah. And then manage what shows up. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So what don't we know? Well, we don't know whether rates are going up. Or down,
0: right? We know that they've gone up, so we have some historical data. We know mm-hmm. that there's threats of them going up again, but we don't know for sure if they will or they won't.
1: Yeah, months ago, the economists were saying, "Oh, you know, by the third quarter, we might see a a, a softening on interest rates. Maybe the first quarter or first half of 2024." And now we have some economists saying, mm, we might see higher rates even more. So here's the question. Whether the we don't know whether the rates are going up or whether the rates are going down, but we can figure out what happens to pricing depending on which way they go. Right. Okay, so uh recently we we're having a consultation with a, a potential seller, and they're saying, Well, we we have another place to go to. Uh, We could sell now, we could sell in the spring, what do you recommend? And I said, well, here's the thing. If interest rates go down in the spring, then prices will go up because the demand is still high, as we mentioned in the first segment, right? The demand is high.
0: There's just concern about taking action even with the demand high. So it's a very interesting time that we find ourselves in.
1: Some concern... Mm -hmm. Some think it's going to continue to go down the prices. Um, There's concern about whether I can afford it. How tight am I willing to stretch myself? Mm -hmm. How uncomfortable am I willing to make myself to get into real estate or to upgrade my home? And so that's some of the questions, right? So if we wait till spring and rates went down, prices are going to be up. But if rates continue to creep up, what we're going to find is that prices in the spring may be lower than they are now. So if you're thinking of selling, it's it's give or take, right? If you're thinking of buying, you might say, well, they might be up in the spring or they might be down. But the point when you're buying is it's a buy and hold. So if you can afford to buy now, we know that right now there's more inventory than there's been in a little while. Well, Uh, in years. What do you mean in a little while? Okay, a couple of years. <laughs> like four, we're still five. we're still well below five year yeah. average. Yes, but we're above what has been the last few years after COVID and all that. And during COVID, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we're seeing a little bit more inventory, and when you have more inventory, it gets easier to spot the ones that really need to sell. You know the call them unicorns, the the needle in the haystack, whatever you want to call them, we've been able to the last couple of months find some properties for people that we believe are significant value. Right. Below value, really, below market value. No,
0: no, like for sure below value, right? And how we can watch for those, so this is what we know. You're not going to give away our secrets, are you? Well, some, some <laughs> watching, no, watching what has happened to a specific property. So we have access to be able to watch the history mm-hmm. on a specific property. So what we don't know is how low it's going to go before it actually sells. But what we do know that is if something starts above market value, what that current market Um, Should have been. Should have been. If it starts high, that by the time it actually sells, it will sell for less than it ought to have sold for or could have sold for Mm -hmm. most of the time. Right. Right? It ends up going lower than anyone could have conceived. Mm-hmm. If you get it right on the front end, sometimes we're still seeing multiple offers. I still, we just sold one a couple of days ago where we put it where we believe the market was quite confident that we were not underpricing it at mm-hmm. all. And we sold it at 8% more than we had it listed for.
1: Right and and the factor with that one was there were in the neighborhood there were no other properties for sale in that price range and so sometimes you get that anomaly too as a seller, you look at what your competition is. If there's none and somebody needs to be in your neighborhood, you may get a little lift on what was perceived as market value because market value is truly what you know a buyer without duress Sorry, and a seller without duress Mm -hmm. come together and agree on a price. That's true market value. Right. The rest is what we think it's going to be, right? Right.
0: Based on history and based on the relevant data that's available. And so keeping in mind that you don't know how many other homes are going to be on the market if you wait. -hmm. Right. What you do know is how many are on the market today. Right. And that can give you the lift increase in value. It can. That you won't get if there's six or seven homes that are somewhat relevant to one another and not comparable, but they have some similarities. And, you know, you could choose this one, you could choose that one that's got a much harder time to actually get good value now as a buyer because we talked to both buyers and sellers in this conversation right Mm -hmm. what ken was saying is if you're not a buyer you're only going to sell right you're moving into a rental situation or moving in with family or leaving the area for another marketplace Mm -hmm. right so if you're a buyer you're you want to watch for the one I talked about where it's been too high and now it's come down mm-hmm. because you'll probably get really good value on that
1: one. Yeah, for sure. And if you want to connect with us and stay mm-hmm. in conversation with us, uh, send an email together at com, and we'd love to connect with you regularly and have you respond to us. Even if there's something in the show that you want to c- comment on or question or or you want more information, just fire an email to together at decorteam.com. Now, what else don't we know? We don't know if there's future government incentives coming to help the economy, to help with home first-time home buyers. Uh, you know, is there gonna be adjustments in HST rebates for new construction? Uh, We know that there was an announcement for multi-units, but there hasn't been any announcements on singles or towns or anything like that, or apartment buildings that Mm -hmm. are condominiums like owner occupied as opposed to rentals. So there's that question, Um, you know, and the other thing we don't know is what will our future dollar buy? Right. You know, what's our dollar going to be worth either in the supermarket at the gas pump or, when buying a home, we don't know what that's going to do.
0: So, if you can figure out what you want to do now, plan the best you can, and then be prepared
1: to, to navigate, make, to make adjustments. It. to make
0: adjustments,
1: make smart moves on your yeah. mortgage and that kind of thing, so that you know that you can make adjustments if need be if things change.
0: Right. So, planning to fail
1: is failing. No, failing to plan is planning to fail. There, that's it. Failing
0: to plan is planning to fail.
1: Yeah. Together, we're clarifying your options because your wisdom will flow. You know, Yetta, I love to be in control. (laughs) Don't we all? We're
0: honored that we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times over the last 30 years, but really coming alongside you to build your faith, build your fund, build your finances, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside of relationship. We're going to discover this time that even with the volatility in the market, what we can control gives us access to move if we choose.
1: Mm -hmm. So, in segment A, we talked about what we, what we know. Right. Segment B, the second segment, we talked about what we don't know. Right. And now we get to talk about what we control. This right, because we actually part. control some stuff. I know. Yeah. I was
0: waiting to get here. I think we're going to have more energy this time around. Because
1: we can't control the market. No. We can't control what the government does with interest rates or what they do with taxation rates. But what we control is what we do.
0: Right. So we can control our spending. This is my biggest, probably pet peeve. I have pet peeves in this really? real estate industry. Well, it's yeah. interesting
1: because let me back you up one little bit. Uh, is remember, we had our grandchild over, and I kept explaining to her that when she gets to choose, she has power. Right. So I always gave her options. I didn't say you have to eat six broccolis. You can eat five or six, which would you like? Or you can have broccoli or you can have cucumber, which would you like? Always give a choice because then they have power. And as I was explaining the power and the choice thing, and remember what she said to me?
0: No, I do not.
1: You think you're some kind of wise wizard. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) She did. I do remember that. I said, well, I think I'm wise. But I'm not a wizard. You're right. You're exactly
0: right. And yet there are lots of things we can control. And if we choose to control them, we can choose to move whenever we want to. Yeah. Right? Because we get to control what size of house we buy. And so mm-hmm. we can control that. We get to control who we live with. We get to control when we do it. We get to control how we spend our money.
1: So mm-hmm. there was my pet There's peeve. There's a big one. Okay, let's okay. bring it back. We'll bring, bring it up. back. Bring back around. Oh, I was not around. leaving.
0: My yes. pet peeve. I do love your story that we don't yeah. have power. We don't make the choice.
1: Yeah. You know, we circled around. So it reminded me of a little joke. So, Yedda, how do you know that you've got the hang of, you know, if you used to be able to throw a boomerang and you can't remember and then you, you throw it again, how do you know when you've got it again?
0: When it hits you in the head?
1: Yes. <laughs> when <laughs> okay. it hits you.
0: When it hits you. Got it. So... The pet peeve is that often we hear people say, and you I'll confessions 101 here, I used to say it.
1: What did you used to say?
0: We can't afford that. We can't afford that house. We can't afford whatever it is I wanted. And the reality is, and I would say I was mortgage poor, but was it really the mortgage and the interest rate that was jamming me up on my house? Or was it really all the other debt I have?
1: Yeah, the car payment. Or had the the car payment, payment, the the student loans.
0: So what feels, so this is my pet peeve, what feels like house poor is often not actually about the house, although the interest rates are higher than they were, but they're still a fraction of what they were when we started buying houses.
1: Mm -hmm, Right? A fraction. I
0: understand the houses were a different price point at that time, but so was my income. I mean, I worked. Like a hundred hours a week when I was when mm-hmm. we at the time we bought our first house and I shifted jobs because I was promised
1: if I could do a yeah. certain thing. You were making eighteen thousand. Twelve thousand. Don't even Oh, it was me that was making eighteen then.
0: Right. You were making 18. I was making 12,000. And this was in the early Mm eighties. And I was promised that if I could accomplish a certain profit in the store I was managing, I would double my salary. I'd get to 24 K. And I thought, well, that is like a big deal. We can buy a house immediately if I get there. And yet I accomplished the goal, didn't get the increase, left that job because a hundred hours a week at 12 K, even in the eighties was not smart, and started working with the same company you were with mm-hmm. in a sales position and made 23000 that following year, and I was not working those number of hours. So, yes, sometimes it's about earning more money, but mm-hmm. often it was about the amount of debt we had at the time that was also stopping us from buying the house. So that's mm-hmm. my pet peeve.
1: And Be- we were spending. We were spending on things we didn't need. Yeah. Right? I know.
0: I know. Don't let's not right. go down so that it, road. It
1: actually delayed us. Right. From buying our first townhouse.
0: It did. By several years because we had to have that portable dishwasher in the apartment. <laughs> Huh? We had to have that. And at that point, I think it was a $2,000 microwave. Had to have the first one that was ever out on the market. Did we really need a microwave? We used it as a popcorn popper. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just getting real with yourself. You can control where you spend your money. And to some degree, we can control how much money we make.
1: Yes. And we make choices. Yep. We can control our credit rating. by the choices we make. Mm -hmm. And we've done shows on that. Yeah, and
0: go back and watch some of them because they're pretty good and Mm -hmm. they go deep in this. But when it comes to real estate,
1: what can we control? Yep, we can control the type and the length of the mortgage that we take out. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's uh, shorter terms better right now. Maybe variables, not the best choice. Maybe locking in for five is the best choice. You know, there were people that I said, you know, three years ago that, you know, you might consider locking in for 10 years right now because they're at extreme lows and it was a percent higher. But but those 10-year mortgages were actually 3% cheaper than they are now for a five-year.
0: Right. So, so you get to control and how we actually often had that conversation with people is if that payment, even though it's higher than going variable, if that payment was comfortable and you could perceive it to be comfortable or doable for the long haul, then was it better to know? Mm-hmm. Than to take the risk that at some point it would get to the point where it wasn't comfortable. Or the other choice is you chunk down all that extra money on the principal so that if the rates went up, you now had a lot less mortgage to actually or principal mm-hmm. to actually mortgage. Mm-hmm. So there, those are all things you can control.
1: And there are yep. things that we sometimes think we can't. Yep. You can control whether you double up on your payments once in a while. Or you make a lump sum payment if you've got extra money or you've saved extra money. Because people don't get extra money accidentally. No. It's It's purposeful. It's spending Mm. less than you earn. Um, You know, you can control whether you buy a duplex and live in one smaller section and rent out the other section. Or whether you move in with family or whether you buy with another couple or something. You know, we... We've sold a duplex recently where they're moving into one side and the upstairs is paying for a chunk of their mortgage. It allowed them to get into the market. Right. And so it depends. You still have to qualify.
0: So there's things like we said in the previous segment you don't control, but there is so much more that we control than we think
1: that we do. Mm -hmm. So if you've got questions.
0: We got some
1: answers. We got some (laughs) answers. Reach out to us. Call us for your free clarity call, 613 860 4663. And we're grateful that you joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we move together, move forward together, we got this.
0: Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.